Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged episode 1228 for the week of July 25th, 2023. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Craig Williams, joined alongside by our panelists today, including Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. Teresa Eccles. Hey. And back on the controls, Rhino. I'm just Rhino. Nice to have you here today. Uh, nice to see everyone who's here today watching or listening. Of course, I can't see you, but I'm sure you're there. So <laughs> before okay. we get started, <laughs> I wow. want to remind you yeah. that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> if you like our content, then the best way to support us is by booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents, like the very own Teresa Eccles. So for a free, no obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. And then I also want to remind everyone about our Patreon after show as well as Patreon in general. Our after show happens as soon as this show is over and we just kind of unwind, decompress, and... Uh, do a little bit of uh, light chatting, sometimes about Disney, sometimes not, and that is available to all tiers, but uh, as you can go over to our Patreon and look at what's available in the different tiers, but uh, there's multiple different levels with content that comes along with all of it, so for that information, head over to patreon.com slash disunplugged. Now, before we get started in the news, I do need to make an announcement. Uh, we've received a lot of questions over the past year about John and Kevin and their participation in the show. And while it's true they have been traveling quite a bit, uh, a bigger factor for them not being on the show so much is actually Kevin's mobility is preventing him from being able to come inside our current studio. Uh, they do want to have a bigger presence on the show overall. So this is the last week we will be recording from our current studio. Uh, we'll be taking next week off because some of the team will already be in California. And then the rest of us are going to be preparing for California uh, for our Diz Dreams meetup in Avengers Campus. Then after that, uh, once we get back from California, we'll probably need a few more weeks off as we are relocating to a new studio. Uh, so there may be some virtual shows in there, but we'll try to still have our dining reviews and our other content that we post regularly on YouTube. So uh, stay tuned for that. But... Let's go ahead and move <coughs> on to the news now. Uh, Disney is trolling YouTubers and podcasters this Thursday, the official start of the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, because they announced Trails End and Crockett's Tavern would be reopening on the exact oh, same oh. day at Fort Wilderness with a new look that matches, uh, you know, more of the uh, laid-back style of Disney's Fort Wilderness and a lot of new delicious bites. And, of course, part of this is that Trails End is no longer a buffet, but instead it's going to be a quick-service restaurant with family-sized entrees and sides, and you can bring those back to your cabin or campsite, or you can purchase an individual-sized entrees to feast on inside the restaurant's seating area. The refreshed marketplace concept includes an on-stage pizza station where you can grab a slice 
or an entire pie, including a smokehouse-style pizza topped with house-smoked brisket, sausage, and pepperoni, as well as a roasted vegetable pie. Uncooked and, sausage? Is that what that is? Uh, uncooked, uncooked sausage? Yeah. I, you know, it hasn't opened. We will... Uh, the E. coli pie. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out on Thursday how they're, uncooked it truly is, but... They're bringing a, a CeCe's to Walt Disney World. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now, I'm usually known as one of the more negative and harsh people <laughs> no, I on love the CCs, panel, but so I'm I, all for it. Yeah, I don't know if most people would take that as a, it's a, a pizza buffet. Pizza you can eat exactly. and pizza that won't stay with you. <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> there will also be pepperoni and cheese pizza. <laughs> so, uh, two new pizzas. Uh, that, that smokehouse-style pizza sounds like uh, interesting meat lovers. Hopefully, the roasted vegetable pie will also be just as good. So, very excited to see if they can figure out a way to do pizza right. Uh, there's also going to be a grab-and-go section available with pecan-smoked whole chicken or brisket, a rack of pork ribs, and, of course, fried chicken. Mm. Sides will be available by the pound, including macaroni and cheese, plant-based cowboy beans, and mashed potatoes. And by the the picture that was released as well, too, it looks like there are green beans and coleslaw. Um. Could you say cowboy beans one more time? Plant-based cowboy beans. Um, so you can or you can be like, can I have a quarter pound of these, or can I have one pound and a half? Uh, available by the pound. So oh, they come as one that, pound. I got gotcha. you. I would say it would start at one pound and then go to two pounds, and then three pounds, and then four. And four. Oh, go well, so, okay. Well, well. <laughs> a lot of beans. A lot of cowboy wow. beans. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, So cheeseburgers, plant-based vegetable burgers, chicken nuggets, and french fries will also be available, as well as chicken wraps with the new house-made blueberry barbecue sauce and Mm. the returning favorite pioneer berry salad. Home-style meals will be featured and include cornbread, coleslaw, mashed potatoes with gravy, and your choice of a half slab of ribs or two pieces of fried chicken. And Disney says we mustn't forget about hand-scooped ice cream and specialty coffees like the Wilderness Latte, which has intriguing flavors of chocolate and uh, it was some sort of nut. I forgot to write it down. Probably hazelnut. That's usually for when it comes to coffees. And finally, the baked goods. The bakery will be revamped and it will include banana pudding, a carrot cake cupcake, blueberry bread pudding, plant-based lemon blueberry trifle with layers of lemon curd, fresh blueberries, and whipped cream, and the legendary Hoop-dee-doo musical review strawberry shortcake in single-serve portions. Straw. Straw. Strawberry. Strawberry. Strawberry shortcake. Uh, Other desserts include the fruity cookie, (laughs) which features fruity cereal and white chocolate chips. The peanut butter and jelly cupcake. And a s'mores cupcake and the s'mores cookie. And that is the menu that we will have at Trails End. And wait, did you say we're gonna go to, is this Thursday? This Thursday? Yeah, but we're so is food so and wine. Much. Yeah. Wait, we're not doing both. The same no, time. no. Okay. We'll probably I, like, I don't have it. Anyway. We'll probably do food and wine on the first day. You know, like I mean we Okay, so this is a good debate to have here right now. I yeah. mean I'm going, I have a media event on Wednesday night for food and wine. So I'm going to get a preview then. 
but then it starts on Thursday, and like, I don't know. You you know one of my biggest complaints about the wait, Epcot wait, festivals. Wait. You said Wednesday. You have a preview. Wednesday uh, night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's just you. Yeah, just me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to go with you. I'm going to see Haunted Mansion. So <laughs> I was going to ask you to go with me. So that's why I think I said that. But sorry. No, no. Um, no. Yeah, I'll be there for that. So I got invited to see it with cast members after the event, but I'm not going to that. You and these cast so, members. Jeez. I, I'm sorry. They like it's, you. It's, it's what it is. But anyways, so my biggest problem with the Epcot Festival, since I still haven't finished my thought on that, is, you know, I... I try not to complain about it because ultimately some people don't come to Walt Disney World every year. Some people save up for years to come for the first time during one of these festivals. And it's true that like, especially with food and wine, it brings so much extra food to Epcot that some people just might not have an option to try anywhere else or just enhances Epcot. So I don't like complaining about it, but I also will not lie and say as a local who covers this stuff, who has to go every year, uh, food and wine is one of the more boring festivals for me because I feel like they don't change enough with their, with their menus. So one man's opinion. Yeah. It's one man's opinion. I'm not, I'm not forcing that on anyone else, but uh, so, as a group, is it what what should, we we have to go to food and wine on Thursday? Yeah, we have it's, to. We have to. Here's the thing about that too: not to be like, I'm not in a non-ego way, but there was a there's a nice gentleman that I've met like a couple times now, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we extended our trip to stay. You guys are there with me, yeah, in the boathouse. Yeah, I don't think Craig. Was he's going to be there only jer- for the first day, yeah. and like leaves on a plane that night and is hoping yeah. to see like. Everyone. People. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, so it's like that sort of like, I don't know. And there's nothing really like a first day of a festival. Whereas no. I feel like now, get me here. The, the restaurant, I feel like, you know, might, because it's smaller, I think it's going to suffer from that thing that people sometimes complain about where it's like all the Disney vloggers and the people and the whatever. And you know what? I like, I, I, as much as I like seeing some of the other people that we, that work in the same field as of, I don't like getting people in the background that are doing the same thing as us. So it's like, I don't know. You we know could I mean? always go the day after. Plus, or then we know what's crap next week. Yeah, no, I I figure we will go to you know if we do food and wine on the first day, which we should. Uh, that's that's the day we should go. Then after that, we should on the following day we should go and experience uh, Crockett's Tavern as well as Trails End. So and, mm-hmm. and then uh, get a gym membership. Yeah, I, d- I already have one. <laughs> I, I respect the the people who will do both in one day. Uh, they have as big as my stomach is. They have even bigger stomachs than mine. Or uh, you know, it's I know when Minion Cafe opened. If you didn't bring enough people to order the entire menu and finish it all, then uh, like Quincy from All Ears was just loading it all up in Tupperware and taking it home. <laughs> so Smart. I can always do it too. But I don't when. When I'm full, I get tired and grumpier than I usually am on a normal day. So I don't want to overstuff myself on just like all in one day. So we'll space it out a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure. We, I'm going to bring Tupperware there. though this time. Yeah, we do I need think to I will too. Well, because it's, you know, I, we, I guess we really went on a tangent there because we didn't talk about the menu. What do we what do we think of the menu beyond the pizzas? We I feel like Erica insulted the pizzas enough. No, but. I think CC's is fine. <laughs> um, 
I I really do like this menu. I feel like there's something for everyone, and you can still get some of those favorites from Hoop De Do mm -hmm. outside of having to go there, like you were able to before. So I feel like since that's still there, people will be happy. And I feel again, I think there's something for everyone on the menu. Yeah, and I I loved Trails End before the pandemic. Like it was it was my place. Yeah, I know but they're this not is nice. I, I know they're not messing with it too much, but at the same time, I do hope that they elevate the the to go offerings a little bit uh, mm -hmm. from what what they you know previously offered because the last time Rhino stayed at the cabins, he got takeout for him and Eli and happened to have it there while I was there. And I had just eaten, so I wasn't hungry. But even if I hadn't eaten, I was like, none of this really looks no. appealing. Especially to not, me. not for like midday. You know what I mean? Like, I, I sometimes you don't want it, Don't get me wrong. The fried chicken is, is you know, and everything. But it, it's like, I don't want that on the middle of a 110 degree Florida day, usually. You know what I mean? And then go out and like go to the pool and you're like, I feel great about myself right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me too, I, I think that. While the menu for Trails End looks appealing, I actually think that uh, Crockett's Tavern is going to take the win on this. If you know the quality of the food, it's served from the same place, but if the quality of the food is better, uh, don't get me wrong. Trails End's uh, different desserts sound absolutely incredible. I will always eat my weight in strawberry shortcake, banana pudding. Uh, the blueberry bread pudding yeah, sounds, sounds delicious. Good. Like mm -hmm. it all sounds good, but the actual food items that you will get at Crockett's Tavern sound better to me because Crockett's Tavern is now a lounge with expanded indoor and outdoor seating and enhanced style snacks. Uh, there will still be the to go window for drinks, but uh, it will be a lounge. And so the menu includes a trio of sliders featuring a pulled pork slider, a brisket slider, and a buffalo chicken slider oh, served with fries. Nice. Uh, then there are chicken bites available with your favorite sauce among buffalo, garlic parmesan, or blueberry barbecue. Ooh. And it's served with celery, house-made ranch, blue cheese, and seasoned French fries. There's also a charcuterie board with uh, what appears to be little cornbread crostini on it. And to me, they're like so close to looking like Mickey heads that it kind of frustrates me that they just didn't go all the way there. Yeah. yeah. But cornbread crostini, I think that sounds delicious with some uh, meats and cheeses on a wooden paddle. I know one thing, Rhino will 100% order it. You you know, if there was a charcuterie board, I'm, I'm, I'm the sucker. Yeah. That's and, fine. I've I've been with him plenty of times because I do feel like he uh, you know he'll he'll order a charcuterie board everywhere he goes that has one and for the most part he'll like them but sometimes he just will choose the worst places to order them sure when will. you're like it it's not going to be good why yeah. are you why are you even bothering it's it's you uh, have to know though. I know. It's one you of have those to know. It's like if they have fried green tomatoes on the menu. I'll right? order that too. I have to order that. Yeah, because you gotta. It's like I have your to know. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have but to know. it's still. It will always go back to SNL and the Lobster Diner. There are some places <laughs> you just don't go to, and you order the lobster. And there are some places you just don't go to and order the charcuterie. But speaking of fried green tomatoes, I believe you set that up. For a segue, or did you not read the news story? I didn't read the news story. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, there will be plant-based offerings 
that uh, include crispy cauliflower paired with garlic aioli mm. and then fried green tomato sliders featuring oh, a southern wow. remoulade and citrus greens served with french fries. So Teresa's got to go with us. so good. Where is this at? Is this the same place? Crockett's Crockett? Tavern. Oh, yeah. So. Those sound so Those sound really good. good. I know. It's, honestly, it's, let's not beat around the bush. The the chicken bites, those are little chicken nuggets, which yeah. are perfect for people who don't have an adventurous palate or for kids that are coming there. Like, But between the trio of sliders, the fried green tomato sliders, the crispy cauliflower, I mean, this is yeah. – that's a home run. Those yeah. are, yeah, those are a good. small menu – but they know what they're like. They know exactly what they want to do. And I, if it, if the meat's good, if the fried green tomatoes are done well, mm-hmm. not overly greasy, a nice big thick piece of tomato on there, oh. it could be good. I love that they're oh, sliders like too, because it's huh? like, oh, what? Like she likes the thin. thin I think she likes like the, the thin, thin one. Cut. Well, it's the way it was raised. I mean, as long as it's the, the the breading is crispy and it's good, I'm on board. Yeah, you know. I I um I like that they're sliders though too that That's th- cool. those options are because I feel like it creates very shareable like that community environment. Yeah, so. Teresa doesn't share, but yeah, Teresa be- doesn't <laughs> share food. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> if we go, we are sharing, and we will have to share the trailblazing dessert trio, oh. which will round out oh, the meal. Look at You've that! You've got a uh, chocolate pudding done s'more style. So there's, you know, obviously chocolate pudding, graham cracker crumbs, oh and my. a house-made marshmallow. Uh, you have a strawberry shortcake with strawberries and whipped cream, which I feel like the ratio of strawberries to whipped cream is definitely more strawberries. But I don't know. There's a big dollop of whipped cream there, too. And then also a banana pudding with vanilla wafers, whipped cream, and a banana chip. Oh, those all look delicious. They I would go look f- incredible. Yes. I would. That's the food you eat in a closet alone. I know. It's so good. <laughs> it's not part of share. Besides the strawberry shortcake, it's essentially just pudding. That's all you It is. I'm good. It's Chocolate, banana. Puddings, but What's not to like? I know. I Beef? I, mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> beef. Mm, good. I love pudding. And the, a couple months back, Kylie judged me when one day I just went out and bought a whole bunch of boxes of pudding. Did and you I'm get like, pistachio? Oh, no. I love pistachio. Oh, you know what's really good? Speaking of, so get, because I, I got on a pistachio kick lately. My grandmother loves pistachios. And, and, uh, I, pista- I had a pistachio muffin that you make with the jello pudding. Oh. It's very, very good. Yeah. Make me some cup. Make me some, uh, maybe you learn how to make some desserts and start bringing them around every now and then. I mostly when I'm making pudding at home, I will just use the banana pudding packets and then slice up my own bananas. And are you making it on the stove? Cream. No, no, oh. no. I don't. I don't like the film. Yeah, I do not like skin. pudding film. Yeah. No, skin. thank you. Pudding not, skin. Not for me. Pudding skin is not so, good. It's okay if it's for you. It's just not for me. I don't. I don't. I don't care for that. So. Yeah. You know. uh, that's why, like, I also have an expiration on how many days I'll eat the pudding after it's in the refrigerator. Because right. how much you make it? Oh, I, last time I made it, it was huge. Really? I, for the three of us, and it took about three days. Doesn't one one box make like just like a bowl? Am I crazy? I, I don't did know. Two, I, I did two big, like two big years. boxes, four or five bananas, box of Nilla wafers. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Pudding Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Because we still have to get to the drinks, which I'm sure Rhino is going to want to talk about. Yes, sir. Uh, The beverages are getting a glam up with drinks like the All Aboard Moonshine Cocktail Flight. Anyone just feel like we're watching off the rails right there? (laughs) Except I can't. Sorry. Can you say it? You want me to do it? Do it. Do it. 
I, it's hard. I, it like, it's like, you have to get back. Like, here you go. All aboard! I just yelled in yeah, this microphone. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> and somewhere out there, like a dog whistled. Denny just was like, I'm being called She's on. Like, yeah. <laughs> she like opens a drawer, pulls out her like, like runs out like her dessert. <laughs> they need me. <laughs> you have the, the all aboard moonshine cocktail flight featuring the gully Wumper, the blackberry lightning and spiced appleberry shine. And it's inspired by the Fort Wilderness Railroad that used to run through the resort. And who else knows the other reference that the drinks are making in those names? Anyone? Deli- Deliverance? The Gully yes. Wumper, the Blackberry Lightning, or the Spiced Appleberry Shine? Is the Gully Wumper a reference to the Rescuers? No, but it is the reference. It, 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 wait, Gully so there Wumper? is a reference. The Rescuers is the reference. No. no. It's a reference. It's not the oh, Rescuers. Oh, okay. Is, what, it, is it Mr. Toad? No. Well, it would Splash make sense Man. if yeah. it involved Davy Crockett because it is at Crockett's Tavern. But the Gully Wumper is uh, one of Mike Fink's keelboats. So they're the. Oh is. my gosh. So when you're going around the rivers of America, there's a boat that's just like parked on the side there. Basically, the keelboats were boats where oh, you would yes, have the yes. big long stick and you would walk along the side of the boat as the stick was going in the mud. And that would propel the boat along. And so there's a Davy Crockett oh, movie Davy with Crockett the river pirates. Oh, Davy Crockett was on TV on Sunday. It was Mike so good. Fink. I love Davy Crockett. That's what they watch in Christmas, okay. Florida. Apparently, you didn't get those episodes. I'm sorry. Then, huh? I'm sorry. Fess Parker. Who doesn't love Fess Parker? Okay. Never mind. I enjoy his wine. That yeah, flight sounds good, I was just going to say, I oh. only know the wine. I didn't know that was what that was. That's funny. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I guess anyway. this is a good time to plug Connecting with Walt, a uh, Disney history podcast sure. that... <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> that Rhino has apparently never listened to once, but that's okay. I did, that, it, Michael does a very good job, and he is very thick. History podcasts are not my thing, although I think I was history on... podcast? Or, or I was on something with him once. You would. <laughs> you, would you would have been on with trivia at one point. You guys time. do a great a great job with that though that was a is a wonderful program well i'm not currently helping him a ton besides editing it but he is uh doing a lot of great episodes recently with uh mary joe and nancy and luella so uh he's got a lot of guests right now who are helping him out with the podcast until i can get back on a normal schedule where i can record starting at eight o'clock my time to sometimes very late but right now rory is not allowing me to do that uh anyways the drinks. That's what we are talking about. Yes, please. You have the Berry Buckle, which is Uncle Nearest 1884 small batch whiskey, pure cane sugar, lemon juice, bitters, <laughs> fever tree, ginger beer, and muddled blackberries. Too much. Which uh, it also pays homage to the world's first known African-American master distiller, Nearest Green. Who taught, um, I believe, Jim Bean or... I could be wrong about the thing, but he's actually the person who taught them, like, that company how to distill bourbon. Now, for the people watching, can we see the photo so I can try to remember which one it is? So, Oh, sorry. I was I, I was yeah. looking at the drink flight one still. No, knowing that there's muddled It's the top black, left. That's what I would guess. That would also make sense with the order of everything that we're talking about here. Uh, next up is the Camper's Coupe, which features Ooh. Laird's Applejack brandy, orange and lemon juices... And a hint of maple syrup. Oh, I bet that's yeah, really that good. So the good. Laird's Apple Jack Brandy is America's first spirit. 
That's so cool. I Is thought it, it really? was patriotism, but apparently that wasn't the first spirit. <laughs> it was a bathtub wine. <laughs> Apple Jack. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, then we have the Meadows Cup, which is Pim's number one liqueur cup, Hendrix Gin, Minute Maid Premium Lemonade, and Strawberry. Honestly, that sounds real good, too. It does sound really good. I like Pim's. So I like it. I, I mean, I like the picture of it. That strawberry garnishing. Excellent. That with a, little, with a little bit of that strawberry shortcake. Mm. 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 So, uh, <laughs> you know what? We might sound old-fashioned, but we're not compared to oh! an actual old-fashioned. And here you'll have the Clementine Old Fashioned, which is Angel's Envy Bourbon, mm. Hella Cocktail Company, Orange Bitters, and Cane Syrup, garnished with a Clementine Wheel and a Luxardo Cherry. Now, who's thinking that this is a reference to Clementine, as in, oh, my darling, oh, my darling? I wasn't. Oh, my darling, but Clementine. could be. Did they say that's what it is? No, it's a nod to the Clementine Beach at the resort. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and our, was, oh my darling our yeah. final <laughs> drinks there will be two tequila drinks on the menu one is a nod to one of the historic camping loops at fort wilderness the quail trail paloma which <laughs> serves up terramana blanco tequila made by the rock himself dwayne the rock johnson uh with hella cocktail companies smoked chili bitters grapefruit mm-hmm. soda and a chili lime rim and then they'll have the moonshine margarita with old smoky white lightning moonshine triple sec liqueur sweet and sour mix and lime juice honestly these drinks all sound very good i know yeah. i mean here's the deal why are we calling it fort wilderness anymore we could call it cocktail country oh I'm, <laughs> wow did you come up that yourself that nope. wait that was oh okay because nope, I was like that, that was way better than I was going to say for drinkingness but <laughs> for drinkingness I know it, it sounds like it would be the name of like a cocktail store uh, I'm going to call it yeah, Pudding Town <laughs> I don't that's I think, next door yeah. wait no that's this one actually yeah. come get your pudding skin over at Pudding Town <laughs> Pudding Town <laughs> come on down come on down to Pudding Town come on down I feel like that was a cartoon where they're serving pudding, pudding skins oh lord it, oh actually it might be. I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, all this sounds incredible to me. We've we've gotten so far removed from the food and the desserts from uh, Crockett's Tavern that I'm like, it, it's hard to focus Wait, on anything other than the drinks. I That's- think I'm more excited for that than I am the other. Like, I was yeah. excited when we, you know, but like, I w- I'm curious to see if it'll hold up. They actually have an actual train bartender there or like whatever. So I, this... This was my complaint when I stayed there last time is I was like, you know, the quick service options, but then also like if you do want to have a cocktail, you got to bring bust that stuff in with you. But this this is like a really nice addition. Yeah, I am very excited for Crockett's Tavern over Trails. And, you know, for me, I was always first and foremost uh, hoopty do. I don't like Trails End was always fine, but it's like if I am good, a lot of people love it because I like we can have the food from hoopty do and more. But at the price of Trails End and, you know, a lot more convenient and easy to get into. But for me, as part of it is the show because it was never like blow your mind food. It was it was a good buffet restaurant in Walt Disney World. But, you know, you needed the show of Hoopty Doo to help elevate the whole experience, in my opinion. So uh, Trails End, I wasn't bummed by it leaving. I'm not necessarily like riveted by the menu, but Crockett's Tavern, mm-hmm. sign me up. Agree. Agree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are we doing that on the same day? 
Oh my god! Like oh, no, it's a lot. Sorry, <laughs> oh, Trails and food food and wine. I and tr- yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll yes. have a nice long day. <laughs> so get at your open tour on Saturday. Yeah. We'll probably have to book a cabin. We're gonna have to solely <laughs> for like I need nap. Yeah, and naps. Um, and then we'll rent bikes and go around. <laughs> We're gonna have whatever. to take yeah. a lot of walks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But yeah. Yeah, we'll do the good old fashioned. You get a golf chart cart, and then you attach some sort of extra vehicle behind and just pull around, drift. Erica on uh, on Barbie rollerblades. I, yeah. I expect her to be on one of those little seats that you ride in elementary school gym class. Like you scoot <laughs> yeah. your on four the wheels, you yeah. run along. <laughs> it's like, her fingers, and then you find pinched. out that they really came from the janitor's closet, and they're what they set the garbage cans right. on as they oh, push around. Oh my like, god! <laughs> yeah. The same thing. Oh, okay. the garbage can saying. ones. The, you know, they're specifically made for the rim of the garbage can. I, you, I'm not, I don't know. I, you just kind of blew my mind. I, think, I don't know if I believe you. Well. We're we're not. This isn't an episode of talking garbage, so we're not going to talk about that. Sponsored by Puddin' Town. Uh, instead, <laughs> Puddin Town. <laughs> sponsored by Puddin' Town. Instead, Puddin we're going to talk about something that might be garbage. Uh, we're moving away from Walt Disney World <laughs> on a bit of a tangent, and I, I just feel like we have to talk about the announcement because first, uh, one of our friends wanted us to talk about it, and that's how easily I can be swayed. <laughs> and uh, second, uh, it's because you know there's a lot of former Disney cast members working on this brand new theme park that's coming to Oklahoma, the American Heartland Theme Park and Resort. Uh, it's coming to northeast Oklahoma, just west of Grand Lake on Route 66. So I think they're trying to snatch in those Cars fans, Kachow, that will ride all of Route 66 on the quest that Lightning McQueen went on in the 2006 hit films Cars, starring... Lightning. Owen Wilson. Lightning. And- <laughs> Lightning. Uh, the late and great uh, Paul Newman and Bonnie Hunt. Good times. I feel like I got the best of them. Oh, and then I think Cheech is in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. Our good friend Cheech. Wonderful film. Good friend Cheech. <laughs> Not, From I mean, Golden I've never Palace. Met, I would... I would love to meet him. I prefer him and Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That's just me. Uh, so, yeah, this theme park will be off of Route 66, basically, and will include a large-scale RV park with cabins, a film and television studio, and a world-class theme park and resort, and they believe it will rival the world's top resort destinations. It's being developed by the Mansion entertainment group not the mansons the mansion entertainment group uh, and they claim to be on the verge of becoming the world's most powerful entity in family entertainment sounds threatening at least out of branson missouri where their theater (laughs) is located i've heard good things about branson yeah uh, well i mean that's home of silver dollar city which i feel like is very widely known in the united states as you know at least like a really cute theme park that might might not necessarily be on the same level as a Disney or Universal, but certainly a Knott's Berry Farm and, you know, a regional theme park that's a just Hollywood. overly that themed sounds- and, uh, you know, beyond that. I, I forgot where I was going with that. Got lost in the middle. But did. I didn't end up in Branson. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> or Oklahoma. <laughs> or Oklahoma. This I'm not sounds saying good, I though. I th- Oklahoma, the middle of the country needs something. Well, mm-hmm. tornadoes. That, well, they already yeah, have that. Yeah, well, you know, Florida has hurricanes, but Walt still chose this place for some reason. Uh, anywho, though, yeah, the Midwest. I mean, I, I what? There's a Six Flag in Texas. Is that considered and the Midwest? There's a Sea World in Texas. And there's but a I mean, Six I also Flags. don't want to just 
in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, too. Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't. So, like, I mean, there's a lot. There are technically, and then as well as uh, Branson with Silver Dollar City and Dollywood and Pigeon Forge aren't that far away. So, I mean, it's not like they're completely separated. And if you're on the further side of the Midwest, then eventually you're at the point where you're like, why not just go to Southern California where you can have SeaWorld, Disneyland? Okay, hang on. There's a lot, awful lot of country between Oklahoma and California. And a lot of people that maybe can't travel that far or don't want well, to travel that far. But that's uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not okay. arguing with that. I'm just saying in terms of it's not like I don't want to say like Oklahoma. What did they have there before? Rodeos, Corn, tornadoes, and rodeos, fairs. Po- like I'm not trying to say it's like that. My ex sister in laws there. It's not smack dab in the middle of nowhere <laughs> there is still plenty around there is. so it's not like they're starving for a theme park but it will you know for people who can't afford to come to florida who might not to. even be able to afford to go to uh you know tennessee and in that area then you know it's it's another option for them without having to travel far when uh, is this going to happen so the rv park i believe is going to open up in 2025 and then the theme park is set to open up in 2026 uh it will be a more than two billion dollar resort destination and the theme park will be 125 acres which is comparable to magic kingdom and disneyland they're expecting it to attract more than 4.9 million guests per year all the way to oklahoma which uh if you remember our discussion on Magic Kingdom and its 2022 attendance. It received over 17 million visitors. Uh, at the low end of Walt Disney World, Animal Kingdom saw over 9 million visitors. But if you want to compare it to other places in Florida, SeaWorld and Bush Gardens both had attendance above 4 million. But then taking it one step further, I looked up what Dollywood's attendance was. That's at around 3 million. And then Silver Dollar City, I believe, said around 2 million. So you know, 4.9 million. I know a lot of people will probably use it for the RV park more than anything as a stopover when they're, they're traveling, not necessarily going to Have the Have you theme seen park the movie Oklahoma? It. Uh, it's been many a year. Oklahoma. Now the wind comes. Um, I think actually um, tomorrow evening. Oh no, it was last week. Sorry. They're playing Oklahoma with, the with Hugh Jackman in it at AMC. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, what's interesting. I was reading about this is um, it's like two and a half hours to three hours away from any major airport. Well, um, no, you're coming in on cars, sweetie. You got your RV. I also don't know, too, because I, I thought I saw one airport near it. Well, I, I don't know if it was like more of a smaller airport that like kind of like how there's the Harrisburg airport near Hershey, where it's like, you know, mm. it's you're not flying direct from Orlando to yeah. to Harrisburg. But, you know, if you stop off in D.C. or Baltimore, you'll more than likely be able to get a flight in there. But. I, well, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I, I think it's cool. There's something in the Midwest like that too. Because here's the thing, I'm curious to see like how. I don't know what the weather's like. And I know very little about Oklahoma, but like I, I'm. Do they have winters? You know, will it operate during the winter? Um, and I, and if they do, I kind of want to go during the winter. Uh, I want to go to a theme park while I'm cold. Teresa, how do you feel about the Midwest weather? It's hot as Hades at the moment, just like here. And in winter? Winter, it's cold and snowy. Okay. But Oklahoma is a little bit farther south of where I'm from. So, yeah, they have winters. Good. Okay, I look forward. They have cold. They have snow. Right? 
I've never been to the Midwest. That's, I mean, until you get to Colorado, but that's the. You've never been to the Midwest. Nope. Nope. Furthest I've gone in terms of the Midwest would be if we want to call Indianapolis. When we went there for the Indiana's one, the maybe. Midwest. Yeah, but not really. It's just one no, it state is. Over. It, yeah, I'm going to get one you over to from go Ohio. to Milwaukee. Well, it's got to stop me. somewhere. It's got to start somewhere because it's Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Missouri, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Minnesota's like northern Midwest, I would say. Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, now is Oklahoma then in the south? Like, I, I is see it that more state? southern than Midwest, but you know, because what do you got? You got Iowa, then you got Missouri, then you got Arkansas. What comes below Arkansas? Is it Oklahoma? I wish I could, <laughs> I could tell you that I confidently know what a map yeah. of the United States is. Below Arkansas? Like. I know that I know Mississippi is. Mississippi. Maybe so then if you're going this slightly. way, it's Georgia. Um, what, what do you got? Louisiana, yeah. Alabama, Louisiana. I literally cannot tell you. Oklahoma's how sitting above Texas. Yeah, can't tell right you. I do know that. It's right above. Erica's got the map. Yeah, I'm looking at the map right now. So what's right above Oklahoma? Is it Arkansas? So, yeah, to this side. Arkansas it. is considered south. Oklahoma oh, this is, a is huge definitely state. yeah. Oklahoma, yeah, I see where it is. It's not. Midwest, you know what? We've now been talking about this so long. Oklahoma. I no longer. It's weirdly care. shaped. <laughs> uh, it's huge. Isn't it's it? okay mm-hmm. by me. Oh my, okay. Oklahoma! I'm just so tired of this. I'm so sorry. I brought it up. The whole reason <laughs> I brought it up is because you know they were touting this. You know, not just about being so expensive. But well, <laughs> just do it in real time, Rhino. Yeah, okay. Just do it in real time. <laughs> I missed one. It's fine. <laughs> I was just going to leave it in the middle and my um, little head poke through. It's there. all okay. So uh, there are former Disney cast members on the project. Uh, they definitely, like I was trying to say, they touted how much it was going to cost, but then also having Disney being involved in it as well. Uh, the list of names, I did not recognize any of them off the bat. Not that I'm you know, on Michael Bowling's level of being a Disney historian and expert. So uh, none of the names jumped out to me. So I went to LinkedIn and looked them up. And most of the time I was seeing people who haven't worked at Disney in usually like 10 to 20 years. Uh, and then also, you know, some of them, you know, looked like it might have been right around the pandemic time period and with layoffs. And then there was a couple, I think two I saw in there that were retired, so okay, uh, it's not though. like yeah, but I'm they're not poaching I'm active. Saying, yeah, it's yeah. not like when when Lake Nona got canceled and when you know people were asked to move to Florida, it's not like they were all laid off. And that's the team that is working on this Heartland theme park. And uh, I don't, I, I think that you know, with people, if they don't look into it, they might just hear former Disney and think all of a sudden that that means it's going to be a quality park. And hopefully it is. Oh, I, I hope so. I, I hope really the shows hope it is. are all Western and, you know, Wild Bill Hickok yep. and Rodeo. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. And part of the whole Bring point of this was to ask, do we think that, you know, considering what the attendance is in the in Silver Dollar City and Dollywood, this just adds a little bit on top of that. Do we think that people in general will skip their Disneyland trips and Walt Disney World trips if they're in that area of the South Midwest, not quite Rockies, not <laughs> quite Northeast. It's the plains. Area of it's the plains. The there plains. you go. It is the plains. You're right. Um, it's not in the song about Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I See, for me, I think, I think it'll be like, I think it'll be on that level of like um, what it's like for people who live in like, Dollywood's in Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I think it's like that sort of thing where it's just another option like where I grew up and I know it's not the same level. There were six flags 
near us and there and we had you know canopy lake park in massachusetts and things like yeah. that but that's still it's still there's like a different if it knows what it's doing you had you had story santa's like storyland in new hampshire or something mm-hmm. like that um and like it's different types of experiences and entertainment so i don't think that people will skip it but i think it will give them something to do otherwise like it'll bring new entertainment in their life where they're like okay you know in the in-between years or something like that the in-between that's what i I was thinking like a good like in-between trip or just a good locals and and locals by meaning surrounding states texas all whoever wants to go and i think um i think it's a big opportunity for them i think it's gonna be cool i can't wait to see you go there one day I know. I'll go. Yeah, no, you'll you'll go out of your way to drive when you go home. I will. So. I'll go through Oklahoma. I've never been there. I've been close, but hmm? yeah. we turned the wrong way. Ended up. Always the first <laughs> when, uh, trying to go to Oklahoma. Ended up in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more okay. like Arkansas, but you know. <laughs> pre GPS, you know, it's yeah. yeah it's it was, not like they tell you when you leave the state and enter another one. They do. There's called signs on the road. Okay. Well. <laughs> I did not know that. So uh, let's move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. And we are going to start with Erica. Please hold. I was looking at my discussion topic and didn't have my Rapid Fire up. But we're going to talk about um, horses. Well, a pony specifically. The patriarchy. Um, (laughs) If you've seen Barbie, you know what we mean. Um, so Disney's newest Shetland pony named Pixie, um, you can now see her at the Tri-Circle D Ranch over at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. So you can go get some food and then you can go look at this new baby pony. And yeah, she's just cute. And that's why I wanted to talk. baby horse is a pony? What's little Sebastian? her a pony. Huh? Okay. So it is a a horse. Yes. Baby. A yeah. Shetland pony. Horse. So, it's not a baby horse. It's a horse baby. Horse baby. Also known as a pony. Yes. Some, some people but call me she's horse adorable. Baby. Um, and she <laughs> is face. she is destined to pull Cinderella's carriage one day. So she's oh, got what a big wow. Big they tell plans her that the minute she was born. <laughs> yeah. Life of servitude. <laughs> she's got some big plans ahead of her. I believe, as John would say, she doesn't it would be a dream big princess. Dream big princess. So if you wanna if you wanna see her while she's still a baby. Um, and before she has to go to work, you can go check her out at Tricycle D Ranch. There you go. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Teresa. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lost my words. I gotta find. Hang on, I gotta find them. They're somewhere in there. You lost your mind. I hope you I find did. It. I've lost my mind. Um, Disney Cruise Ship Line debuts new deck party on the Disney Dream. Mm-hmm. Is that short enough for you? You want me? In- give you some details the end i would love <laughs> the, the end so it starts this summer mickey's color spin dance party um apparently when the they spin the wheel i must put this in my own words they spin the wheel it lands on a color whichever character is there that's in that color must dance 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 and um <laughs> max elaborate. is going to be there i'm excited about that yeah i'm always excited when max shows up so, uh, unique interactive from start to finish, sing along pre show, blah, 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 scrolling down. Um, don't miss your chance to sail in color aboard the Disney Dream. I wonder if they're going to make tie dye shirts. Well, Feels like you just a dance mis- forever, right? Uh, God, what is this? The party from Hocus Pocus? I know. Dance, <laughs> dance until, until you die. die. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds fun. I'm excited about a new deck party. Now, if you're on the dream this summer, you're obviously in Europe. So, you know, enjoy it. I think it'll be fun. 
Um, cool, I, I like, um, I like it because I said this, I was, you know, Craig and I, you talked, we talked about this on the Alaska cruise that was a little like everything on those ships sometimes is like, say, like I grew up near the water. So I think maybe that's also, I have it in my head, but sometimes I feel like I'm being beaten to death with the theme of like sailing and beaching and all this stuff. And, uh, so like, it's nice to have an, I'm not saying that you're on a cruise ship in the ocean that you shouldn't be doing that. What I'm suggesting is it's nice to like work in other things as well. You know what I mean? Like they've got pirate parties and things like that. This will be like a pirates are always landlocked in the middle, but go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a nice little change of pace. I feel like I think it's fun. It looks fun to me. I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. I just wish that they could have done it on the dream back when it was still. You know, here here well, and it's like to start somewhere. because yeah it, and it might get it might move over to the other ships you don't know that yeah. right i you know so I don't know. you would wear you'd figure out who's in what color and then you'd wear that color and you could get to dance with your favorite huh. character oh i like that is that cool very cool very cool thank you Teresa. rhino well choo choo and all aboard because we've got ourselves a new popcorn bucket coming to disneyland july 26th it is uh, modeled after the Disneyland, the uh, locomotive of the Disneyland Railroad, and it has a little conductor Mickey leaning out of the window waving. And one of the best parts about this is, too, is the wheels and everything. The train actually functions and rolls along, but you can pull out the, uh, the, the smokestack and it's a train whistle to make the noise. Um, so I think. Where am I putting my popcorn now? Um, so where Mickey is hanging out of it, like in his like area. Um, his area. Yeah, the, literally no words I can remember to have to do with trains right now. Um, where he the is engine. in his like conductor booth is uh, it, it, the roof comes off and that's where like the popcorn okay. would go in, in like a bucket. But um, I think it's cool. It looks just like the Mickey train I had when I was a little kid, like on Aww, our train table in the basement. Sweet. Yeah, so... Um, I, I, I'm like, it's one of those where I'm like, I'm sure it's not going to be there when we get to the party, but it, I kind of really want one. Cause I'm like, I kind of want to like give it to my grandparents too and be like, look, I got this for you. Like, and they'll be like, why are you give us stuff? We're 90. They get upset. And when that's I give what them they gifts. said. Yeah, oh, yeah. my dad does that. I don't need this. What am I going to do with this? But I'm always like, I'm, I want one for me. Like, I don't know. Right. I, that's one of those popcorn buckets where I was like, that's a great display piece. They're knocking it out of the park. So. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I'm get uh, yep. like I said, July 26th, which is uh, just around the corner here. It's Wednesday uh, tomorrow of this week. Yeah, girl, I don't know. I thought it was July 17th today. Yeah. Oh, what is wrong no. with me? I will say Sam did a really good job on that. I still will not add any more popcorn. That was buckets. a Sam popcorn bucket. I do believe so. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah, because I saw when we're talking about where the popcorn went with it. Uh, he was the one who posted the diagram of it from the side. With the popcorn like placed in there, so oh nice. I, unless he just made that, you know, later. But he's designed enough popcorn buckets that maybe he got into the three dimensional ones. Either way, it's cool. I will not be adding it to my collection because I don't need any more popcorn buckets. Yeah, but, but we'll see. I will be sale. envious of people carrying them around, saying, "If I had a bigger house, if it's for sale when we're out there, and you got that baby with you." that baby might be getting a toy (laughs) thanks for that i appreciate it thank you for your rapid fire uh now erica is going to tell us all about this week's featured topic to help probably no one trip plan but i mean that's the purpose erica yeah okay so i have it all written down so that we get all the information we need okay uh (laughs) 
Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. Beautiful. Today, we will be talking about the four mistakes you might be making in the Magic Kingdom. I want to give a shout out to Zoe, to Zoe Wood, one of our contributors. She wrote this wonderful article. Um, and we're going to go down the list of the four mistakes you might be making. All right. So one, wasting your time zigzagging. If you find yourself glued to the My Disney Experience app until it lets you know if there there have been a five minutes shaved off the ride you want to get on like Big Thunder Mountain, this one's for you. When stalking your next attraction in effort to wait the least amount of time in line, uh, don't discount the time it will take you to walk from place to place. For me, I've always hated doing zigzags in a park. I've always liked to start on one side, the correct side, Adventureland, and then make my way around and end in Tomorrowland. So that's one of her tips is to try to avoid mm. zigzagging. How do we feel about that? I don't, Good tip. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with this. I one. don't think I'd start in Adventureland. Yeah. Where would you start? The tip isn't start in Adventureland. It's to not zigzag. Teresa, your head don't come is from leaning. Me. <laughs> yeah. I understand Sorry. that the point is to not zigzag, but like there are some places where I, there's just so many opportunities for zip, zip, zip zapping. <laughs> Zip zapping and zigzagging. <laughs> oh, the alliteration's going yeah. to kill me today. Um, that episode of The Simpsons was called the, the back wig. and forth. We're going to call it the and back forth. and forth. <laughs> I'm going to call it the back and forth. And uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> zigzagging. I'm going to call it zigzagging. Uh, I think there is a time and place for it, <laughs> and that's it. Okay. Zigzagging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I disagree with Zoe on this one. So three. Okay. Three mistakes not to make. Okay. <laughs> I I like zigzagging if it's something important. Normally, I'd rather stay going in order. Left, That's just me. Left and around. Is that yeah. what you do? Yeah. Um, so, number two, okay. um, which this is more like something to be mindful of when you're traveling during the summer. She talks about waiting in exposed queuing areas during peak weather. She says... Um, that planning your day in the Magic Kingdom, you should always include um, a solid understanding of what potential weather conditions could be that day, especially with the sun and the heat. Some guests may make the mistake of checking off all the bigger attractions that have covered and air-conditioned lined areas be more, before moving on to smaller attractions. While this might have you standing in those first few lines for less time, you're more, you're more likely to be stopped in an outdoor queuing area during the worst heat of the day. I didn't. I don't really have an opinion on this. I was wondering what you guys were thinking. I have a question. I just. So she's saying go. Save the big, the big, the Ike, the like. I don't. The know. iconic attractions. Yeah, in the middle the, of the day. But the line's always longest. But I, I don't necessarily agree with. Because like <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that like Mickey's Philhar Magic is like uh, the most iconic attraction, yeah. but, but all of that is indoor. indoor. Yeah. Yeah, true. And, like I would save that for the afternoon, and that's where I was. Like my the first one that jumped out to me, Jungle Cruise. That entire queue is outdoors. I mean, it is you know it's covered, mm-hmm. but it's all outdoors. And as someone who's waited many times, ninety minutes for it in the middle of the day, uh, it's it's not pleasant to be outside for that long. So I mean, not my point was. Not all the iconic attractions have these big indoor queues. I think our minds just go to like Space Mountain with that. And yeah, Yeah. Space Mountain is great. But uh, for me, I would say leave all of like the show type of attractions for the afternoon, like Tiki Room, Country Bears, uh, Carousel Mm -hmm. of Progress. Um, 
like Mickey's full heart magic, like that kind of stuff. I would say for the middle of the day when it's really hot. But I guess, you know, I I can kind of, I'll give it a half point. So we're now to grading the article. Yeah, we're grading Zoe's article. It's now two and a half reasons. Okay. Golly. This next one is one that I agree with. um, And it's, it's about shopping on your way in. So avoiding that. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've always been the type of person that likes to shop on my way out of parks. Yeah. Like, I'll always stop at the Emporium at the end of my day or any of the major stores when I'm, I'm leaving. Erica, I got abs. Always be shopping. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I agree with that because, especially if you've got children, they're going to want yeah. something right off the bat. We'll get that on the way out. Yeah. And then you forget. Like, and it's like Zoe good. says on this topic, um, <laughs> while looking at the... All the beautiful souvenirs at the start of uh, the start of the day. Don't be tempted to do too much shopping because these items can weigh you down with like being in your backpack. Or if you get something fragile, like it could end up breaking throughout the day. So um, you should just do your shopping on your way out. So if you're the kind of family that'll take a half day break, you know, right, break right in the middle of the day, grab some of the merch you want, take it to the hotel room and leave it there. And then you can come back and tell your family, like, hey, we already did the shopping. We're done for today. Or if you're no gonna, more, if you're doing you till park close, just wait till the end of the night. Yeah. I know it can get very busy in there, so maybe like go a little bit before the final hour of the night. But the countdown. Um, so that that tip I do I do like, and I will use that in all the parks, not just Magic Kingdom. And last but not least, which this is one of the ones I do agree with, so I want to know if you guys agree with this one as well. This is about your castle photos. Don't take them directly in front of the castle. If you, She says if you were just to you know, walk around the castle towards the right, you will see the little bridge going into Tomorrowland. And there's a great spot there where you can get the castle in the background with no people around you taking the same exact photo or people behind you. You just have the castle and... um the moat of water that's there for me i like going on the right side of the castle near sleepy hollow or by um the wishing well to take castle photos so um she's just saying like to avoid getting a bunch of people in your pictures or getting um the same like basic photo that almost everyone takes that there are different ways to take photos with the castle that can make your magic kingdom day a little bit better um you still the need the iconic shot of you though if it's your first trip i know i i think every trip because then you well, use it as a gauge t- of how you take grown a selfie. over the years i take a selfie in front of the castle every time i go to disneyland i, I do a selfie because i'm like i'm here and i want people to know but some um, people don't have long arms what was the title of this what was the title of this article i forgot um four mistakes you might be making in the magic kingdom mm. so the four mistakes are wasting time zigzagging then we have waiting and exposed queuing areas during peak weather, shopping on your way in, and taking your castle photos directly in front. Mm. Opinions continue. I'd say I would call this one and a half for me. <laughs> okay, that's no insult to Zoe. It. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying that last one. I didn't buy the first one. So okay. one and a half. I definitely. I'm gonna say three. I okay. do three out of the four. Okay. But I don't shop until I'm leaving, so that's one, right? I zigzag depending on what I want to do. Not all the time. I never go in with the same plan. Mm-hmm. So that's was that one half of one. Um, what was the last one? 
The, is there one on there about the restrooms? Or is that in no. my head? Uh, it's in your head. We have the pictures in front the of the castle. Uh, pictures in front of the castle and then the queues. Oh, the queues, I agree. You want to go for the, the place where you're going to get out of the heat or the rain in the afternoon. So I agree with that. The castle, you got to have the iconic one in the front. Go all the way around, do all. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Beautiful, guys. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Oh, my No, goodness. I'm just kidding. I, um, <laughs> Which restroom do you like? Fantasyland? No, because I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I experience the parks where any of these are a problem for me because I have apps always be shopping. So I don't, it's not my experience. That's the experience I like to have. So I'm not, there's nothing in here that helps me. Sorry. Zero. That's okay. That's no, right. it's just, fine. I think Zero. it's just what's the type of experience you're having. Yeah. I don't have children. I don't have people to worry about. Bold. I'm lonely. You don't worry about us. That's the special. I worry about so all sweet. of you every day. Thank Aww. you. Thank you. Well, uh, before we say goodbye, does anyone have any housekeeping? Any, anyone? Any travel agents who want people to know how to book a vacation with them? What? Any? Wow. T. Eccles, or as my friends call me, Teckles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line. Are good. Okay. It's all good. It's all fun. We're going in next week. Is it next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week. Oh, Lord. We're going next week. Yeah, Yay! I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's very, very exciting. So we can't wait to see yes. everyone out in Disneyland who is showing up. So uh, before we say goodbye, I just want to say again, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Head over to Dreams Unlimited Travel right now for a free no obligation quote. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the thumbs up, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. Uh, if you were listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, please do so. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you again in a little bit with the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>